What is up, Dolphins? And welcome to the Fin Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony John Lenny Jr. And first off, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. I'm doing this podcast a day after Thanksgiving, but nonetheless, still very thankful for all of you that listen. Um, whether you're new or returning, just really happy to have you on the podcast and have your continued support. Um, and while we're there, you know, make sure that you're subscribing to the channel on whatever podcast streaming service you're listening on. And also give it a five-star review if you like what you hear. So today we are going to be previewing the Dolphins Week 11 matchup against the Houston Texans. This game's going to be played in Miami. The weather forecast right now, 85 degrees, overcast, wind 10 miles an hour. So nothing crazy at all, nothing that, you know, the Dolphins haven't played in before. Uh, They're going to be at home field, so I'm assuming that that stadium is going to be rocking. We haven't watched this team play in two weeks, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling extremely antsy to see this team play football again, you know, especially watching teams the last two weeks that, if I'm being quite honest, guys, there's been a lot of bad, sloppy football the last two weeks. And honestly, having stepped back because I haven't really been making podcasts because I've been on vacation, um, but having stepped back and just watching football games and obviously not seeing the Dolphins play as much, what I realized is that like the Dolphins are a, like like there's not that many insanely good teams in the NFL. And the margin between like the best team, which I would say is probably the Kansas City Chiefs and the Dolphins is very small. Like I would say the Dolphins are the, the, the way they're playing and with the talent on their team, there's no reason they couldn't go to a Super Bowl. There's no reason this year. And I've never said that in all of my, what, 17 years that I've been a Dolphins fan. I've never legitimately believed like the Dolphins could legit, legitimately go to a Super Bowl. Because the three best teams, I believe, in the AFC are the Bills and the Chiefs. And then after that, I guess you could say the Ravens and then maybe the Bengals. But it's like legitimately the Bills and the Chiefs. And I I think the Dolphins, I watched the Bills the last two weeks. They aren't that good. They aren't. Um, The Chiefs, definitely, they would be really tough. And then the Ravens, we've beaten. And I think given a second chance against them, we would probably be ready from from the start, you know, because we had already seen what they like to do. So the Dolphins have a really good chance of competing this year, and I think they know that, but it all starts this week against the Houston Texans. Now, the Houston Texans um, are not a good football team. I I think we can all agree on that. And on top of that this week, I believe, actually, the I think I said week 11 earlier. It's week 12. Sorry, my bad. Uh, Week 12 against the Texans, they are playing Kyle Allen. They're not even playing Davis Mills. Um, So this to me, uh, I think that if there's going to be a trap game this year, it might be against the Texans, I guess. But at the same time, like the Dolphins right now are 14-point favorites against the Texans. 14-point favorites. That's, I I mean, I don't think I've ever seen that as a Dolphins fan, being a 14-point favorite. And so you go into this game, obviously you have the chance to go 8-3. and three. The Patriots lost 
The Jets, obviously, with the whole situation with Zach Wilson, kind of look like they're sputtering out of control, regardless of the fact that they're only one game behind us. And then the Bills won, but if you win, you have the tiebreaker over them. So while this is a trap game because the Texans are a bad football team by pretty much every measure, I think that the Dolphins understand. I don't think this is a team that's going to get caught off guard. And even with the Texans, like this isn't the Denver Broncos of 2020. This isn't like a good enough football team where I think they could even catch you off guard and and beat you for four quarters. I think if anything, it might be like the Detroit Lions game where you come in, you're not prepared, they score maybe 10 points on you, it's 10-0, and then you wake up. And then you just go, because the the Texans defense is not going to be able to stop anything the Dolphins do on offense. And I guess that's the first place I want to start. So when I looked at the injury report, I believe the only main person I saw in the injury report with them for them was Derek Stingley. I'm not sure what his status is for the game. I think it's questionable. Um, but the Dolphins don't really have anyone on their injury report to know. Uh, Teron Armstead's always been on there. He'll he'll play. It's been two weeks. Everyone's been getting healthy. So Derek Stingley Jr. for the Texans, if he isn't playing, he's one of their better players right now on defense. That would be huge. But I just think we've gotten to the point with the Dolphins offense where they're 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 so good to where like every week I think we could go in and say that the Dolphins are a mismatch for the other team. Like when you have Jalen Waddle, you have Tyree Kill, you have an offensive line right now that's actually playing really well, and then now we're seeing the emergence on the running backs, and then two is playing top two football in the NFL. It's like it's not just the Texans. I've, I've been saying this for a couple weeks now. Every game the Dolphins go into, it's going to be like, man, they're going to be a lot to handle and they're going to be a mismatch. And when you take that and you pair it with the fact that the Texans are pretty bad on basically every front on football, pass, uh, passing uh, yards allowed, rush yards allowed, like they're, they're pretty bad on every front defensively. It's one of, that's why they have one of the worst records in the NFL. I think when you look at that, you pair it with the fact that Mike McDaniel and this offense have had two weeks to prepare, two weeks to get healthy. They're playing at home, so they're not having to travel. I think just when you pair that all together, it's just, I expect this to be a high-scoring game for the Miami Dolphins. I expect them to score, you know, 35-plus points, maybe even put up 40 on them. And then for the defense, so going off of the Miami Dolphins' defense, last game that we played against the Cleveland Browns was very encouraging. Because what we saw in it was the ability to pressure and get after the quarterback with only four or five. Um, and against the Houston Texans, who have a decent offensive line, it's not bad, it's not it's sensational, but it's not a bad offensive line. I think when you have that, you have a, rookie, uh, a, a, a second string quarterback in Kyle Allen coming in. My goal would be pressure the crap out of him. Pressure the crap out of him because what I want to do is I want to stop Damian Pierce. Because if I can stop the running backs with that and Burkhead, if I can stop the running backs, I don't trust Kyle Allen to beat me with his arm. And what and what weapons do they have at wide receiver to make you worry? Right? So what I would do is I would have a honestly a very similar game plan to the to the Browns. I would pressure the crap out of them. I would crowd the line of scrimmage, crowd the box, because I don't think Kyle Allen is going to be the Josh Allen type 
to to burn you when you're in cover zero or or disguise coverages and blitzes like that. So what I would do, crowd the line of scrimmage, send five, six guys almost every play, force him to make quick, accurate throws, which I don't think he can consistently make given he's a second string, you know, backup quarterback. Uh, and I think that's that's your recipe. I don't really think it's that complicated. This is one of those games I'm not going to spend much time on because even though I can see how it can be a trap game, it's just we have to get to the point where we realize that, like, the Dolphins are one of the best teams in the NFL. And if it was the Chiefs or if it was the even the Bills, if it was the Eagles, if it was any team like that playing, we wouldn't even we wouldn't even spend 10 seconds on it. We'd be like, oh, yeah, Chiefs are winning. So with the Dolphins game, I look at it and I'm like, I don't need to break down everything in everything specific. The Dolphins match up well against pretty much everyone. I thought, if anything, the Browns would be able to kind of slow down the passing game because their D coordinator came from San Francisco. I thought that if anything, he'd be able to do it. And they had a lot of speed and they just looked completely lost out there with our guys. So when I look at the teams we've beaten, I look at the defenses we've beaten, I look at the leads we've had to overcome, I just don't see how two weeks preparation against the Houston Texans who are trying to do bad because they're trying to get a good quarterback, I don't see how that will lead to the Dolphins losing. Um, Again, overall on offense, I've said this pretty much every week, if you can get the run game going, that is great. But you just need to go out there and continue with these quick passes to Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. Um, and it's like every week, it's just the same thing. If you have Jeff Wilson doing what he's doing last week, just bring him out there. I think Jeff Wilson's the most polished running back we have and we've had in a while. So honestly, he would be running back one to me. And I think that he will be able, again, if you can create some open lanes, spread the defense out with Tyree Kiln using Jalen Waddle in motion, you're going to get some good running gaps. Uh, using Jeff Wilson in the running game, Raheem Mostert hopefully can get that play-action game started. And again, when you have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, pretty much every week you go into, it's going to be a mismatch. So offensively, you, you just got to continue what you're doing. Don't I, I don't think there's a game where you need to be super aggressive. Um, we saw that against the Browns. They were doing great, just playing really good methodical football, and then they brought out like trick play and it stopped a drive, which cost us points. Um, so I don't think this is a game you need to bring out trick plays. I think this is a game where you just go out there and you say we're better than you, we're going to out-scheme you, we're going to outplay you, and it, it's that's that. Uh, and then on defense, again, just stop the running game. I don't think this is a game you need to worry about the pass game regardless of if it's Kyle Allen or Davis Mills, they don't have great wide receivers. Neither quarterback is going to hurt you with his arm or his mobility at all. And all you really have to worry about is the running game. So crowd the line of scrimmage, send pressure. This is going to be a great game for Bradley Chubb to continue what he did last week. Same with Jalen Phillips. Uh, The last time they played, they were just getting after the quarterback. And that was against a much better offensive line, a much better run game, a better quarterback, and better weapons. I think that the Texans right now are the worst team in the NFL, and I think that the Dolphins, you're going to see it on Sunday. I I firmly believe that. So this was a quicker podcast. It was only 12 minutes because there's not really really much to talk about this game. Again, there's nothing to break down. The weather is going to be really good. Not many crazy injuries because we've gotten to heal up and get rested. 
Um, and I just think that when you look at this game, again, one of the best teams in the NFL against the worst team in the NFL. Yes, it could be a trap game, but at the same time, I just don't think two weeks of preparation is going to lead to that. So overall, I'm picking a really high-scoring game from the Dolphins. I expect the Texans to kind of score maybe a little bit in the beginning, settle down, and then maybe at the end in garbage time. So I'm going to pick the Dolphins to win 42-17 to by a final score of 42-17. So that's it. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving with your family and friends. And I'm hoping to talk to you guys next Monday about a victory Monday. Dolphins would move to 8-3 and three and move to first position in the AFC East. So have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy watching Dolphins football. Stay safe. Fins up. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins.